Good morning, everyone. Happy, happy Monday morning. It is beautiful out today. The Eagles won last night, beat the Dallas Cowboys, and we hate the Cowboys. <laughs> so, yeah, that doesn't really determine my my days, but I'm glad they won. I'm a huge, huge Philly fan. And today, while I'm walking around, I tried filming this morning in my car. I got a new Rode wireless ME mic, so hopefully the quality is a little bit better. And yeah, things are looking pretty good. Today I wanted to discuss a little bit about relationship dynamics and how they can be a little bit challenged in the beginning and how you can kind of rekindle, I suppose you could say, the relationship with your, with your other half, the significant other during the early days of parenthood. I'm still in the early days, obviously, with Axel being five months, but it hasn't come without its ups and downs. So, with being a new parent, I've discovered you kind of put your relationship on the back burner because you, I don't want to say you have to, but it kind of just happens naturally from my experience because you have a infant to take care of who is just completely inept and can't do anything on their own. And rightfully so. That's your job, raising a baby, is to do everything for them. Until they grow and start able to do stuff themselves, which Axel's starting to hold his bottle a little bit, which is cool, so could finally rest on that. Just hoping that he picks it up soon. So the three main topics I wanted to kind of talk about in this one was, first, I've learned that taking a step back and simply communicating your thoughts and feelings and emotions clearly with my wife has helped out immensely. The only problem with that is that I tend to slip up and not do that very often. And I have to remind myself after I get frustrated and I'm like, why is she not listening to me? <laughs> you know? And, uh, and, and expectation bias is a big one too. You know, you expect each other to do things or maybe one person only has expectation bias. And I'm not sure that she has that. I know I do. And I'm not going to sit here and point fingers and blame or anything. However, we both have our faults. And we both have those moments we go through. But continuing on, open communication. I've mentioned it several times before on here. And it just takes practice, I guess. Sorry, I don't know why the gate is beeping at me. I didn't know this one opened if a human walked by it. Sorry, I'm walking around the perimeter of the facility that I work at the air traffic control tower. It's about a third of a mile around the perimeter of the fence. So 
I discussed the fitness that one day a few episodes ago and I'm doing what I'm saying. I'm getting my, my steps in, my walk in, because I've been eating like crap this past week, especially football Sunday. I ate a big old pizza to myself and some wings and a brownie and I had a couple glasses of soda that wasn't zero sugar or diet. So I'm popping the Pepsi AC today, gentlemen. Oof. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, enough ranting and carrying on and phasing out. But yeah, practicing communicating. Because if you, it, it, this sounds obvious and pretty common sense, but if you don't tell somebody how you're feeling, then they have to assume. And I know I don't like it when people assume things. So why would you, you know? Uh, the big thing that I do with my wife, or at least I try to, is whenever I do feel frustrated and I need to, I need to communicate how things are going on in my head, I try to use I statements. I feel this, I feel that, I did this because I feel this. Pretty straightforward. It's very, very difficult to get anything accomplished when you want to sit there and point your finger and blame. And as far as it, I'm concerned, I've learned the hard way with doing that. And I, like I said, everybody applies to everybody. You can't take words back. Once they're out there, they're forever in the universe, and you can't take them back. So, using I statements about how you feel sticks to fact because you experienced it and it's exactly how you feel and you're not making any fiction up any opinions so pretty much wraps it for point one that I can think of as I'm perusing through this cold what feels like wintry day in this dying grass already North Carolina climate's weird man I don't know how it goes from 80 to freaking 40 and 50 within a day but it does and thank Christ I have my, my nice flannel coat on point two to I guess salvaging relationships in the early rekindling whatever we want to call it is reminiscing whenever my wife and I go to bed both of us are tired and there's no energy for any intimacy besides maybe a cuddle or a snuggle so the way that we kind of bring it back if there's no intimacy or anything is we do talk about the before time as I call it we talk about how oh do you remember when we went out on this date here we went there remember how fun that was and it might sound silly but it does bring smiles and laughter because once you start that that tiny snowball down that hill of memories it's you start remembering other things like oh yeah remember when you did this that was hilarious remember when you did that i didn't do that yes you did and then it's like here's look at my phone there's a picture of it and you're like damn it you were right <laughs> uh, and most of the time she's right with that kind of stuff because i get embarrassed really easily and we'll talk about 
stories of other things that we did, trips that we went on, you know. It's just memories are great, man. I, for me, it shows that she actually retains it and she cares. And it, uh, I don't know, it just it kind of feels good to hear the good things she'll say about the relationship because it, you know, it shows that, that she's enjoying it, that she did enjoy it prior. And I always finish off with, like, man, I can't wait till we can do that again when we get a date night out. Oh, yeah, we'll get that eventually, you know. And uh, date nights aren't a part of this one, this uh, episode today, but I think date nights are pretty important as well. And I'll talk about that in another one. And lastly, uh, seeking external support, whether that's a therapist, your friends, your family who has experience with it, or even childcare, which my wife and I recently acquired. Found this wonderful, wonderful woman on Facebook. She was in one of these despicable mom groups. Uh, you know how I feel about this. Which is the one good time where where this one actually like gave us a resource. You know, it wasn't some somebody just posting something silly for the likes and the shares and the share my story on Instagram. But uh but anyway, this this woman posted that she was she was taking on one one child and she she wanted uh, an infant younger than a toddler. I think she was specifically looking for younger than 6 months. The reason being is she I think her and her husband are planning on they're talking about having a second child. They've got a they've got a toddler now, and I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to give any more information about them, just for anonymity and privacy, because I really respect those people. But the one thing that was really cool is Erica and I have always talked about public school systems and how we think it's trash and garbage. And if you haven't listened to it, go to the previous episode. I think I published it yesterday. I, I was there with uh, Eric again, and we talked about the public school system. In, in that episode a little bit. And that one's racking up some plays. So I'm glad you guys are liking that one and interested in that. Eric and I talk every Saturday. And we're going to try to go live once we get a little bit bigger audience. Not saying you guys who listen now aren't important. But I think, I think we're making decent progress doing every Saturday recordings and pushing it out. I really like talking to that man. He's an awesome friend. Great, great pal. I love that guy. But anyway, anyway, yeah. I'm in a ranting mood today. My apologies. So, there's that damn gate again. Why do I keep walking this way? Oh, go ahead and go back. Nope, you guys hear that? Giant 30-foot gate. At least we're protected. But anyway, anyway, anyway. So this woman, Erica found this woman. She used to be a public school teacher, and then she was a Montessori school teacher. And if you don't know what Montessori is, go look it up. I'm not going to explain it again. And I don't want to explain anything wrong. But Erica was like, oh my God, we got to apply. And of course I was against it before. And then that's when Erica went to the perinatal clinic and I was like, oh fuck. Like, I feel guilty. I feel terrible. Like, I see that she needs a break. She needs to get a handle on herself. Like, she's going to better therapy now with uh, 
a better doctor and better therapist and, and all this other stuff. I mean, getting used to medication. Like, man, as a husband, I thought I failed for a minute. But I was like, yes, baby, go ahead and go ahead and inquire with this woman. And apparently she's been having, she's had this application up for, for months, I think like six months or something, and hadn't selected anybody. So we went and we got a hold of her. She said, yeah, sure, cool. Like, you know, and my, my wife, Erica, she's hitting it off with this woman on, on, the, on the messenger, and they're sharing stories and all this stuff. And Erica has this intuition about people. She's really, really good at reading the, the setting and the situation. She's like, all right, I think I'm, I think I'm in. I was like, how do you know? We haven't even gone over there yet. She's like, I just know. So we went over there and visited. The house was absolutely wonderful. It smelled like delicious apples and cinnamon. And the woman, the, uh, the child care, child, child carer, child caregiver. I don't know the official term, but I'm not going to say babysitter and nanny because that's not what it is. I'll just, we'll say teacher. So the, the, the child care teacher takes her job very seriously in that house. Her son, who's a toddler, was super smart, speaking clearly, enunciating his cuz and his k's, you know, his and his s's. His and his H's. Oh man, it was just awesome. This little kid was intelligent. He was like, "Mr. Kevin, come over here." Call me Mister. So polite. I was like, "Oh damn!" Like, yeah, actually, you're gonna go here. Let's get some respect on, and and you. He's staring at me like, can't even talk. Five months old, you know. Sitting <laughs> there cracking disciplinary jokes at him. Anyway, uh, so we go through there and we we do our little t- do a little tour at our house. It's absolutely beautiful. Husband's awesome. I made made an immediate connection with him. Eric is sitting there talking with this this woman, making a deep connection with her. They're sharing the postpartum stuff. Some things are similar. Some things. I was like, oh yes. I was like, and I just sat there and shut up because, you know, this is all about my wife. She wants to make sure that Axel gets the right environment, the right teacher. And I'm, you know, I was like, oh, okay. So we go home, and I'm like, man, I really hope we get there. It's like, you know more than a handful of people had applied and she was like I'll get back to you at the end of next week I'm looking at more family or you're the last family but I have to decide because other families blah 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 and lo and behold she messaged us within like two days and was like hey look I'm setting this up for Axel and I was like damn it baby you were right and we, he got in and today is his fourth day because he started last Wednesday and he's just been loving it there she has this little website where she posts our picture or his pictures for us and she keeps us up to date. Like she is just on it. And he's he's sitting up in this chair and she's taking him to the museum and outside in the cold with like jacket and gloves on, just having a grand old time. And I can just see that Erica's finally getting a break. She gets interrupted stuff with the chores. Like She's able to go to her doctor's appointments uninterrupted. And oh, it's just worked out. Like, I'm glad that, that we, I went and I finally like, saw that I needed to support this. Because looking back on it, the guilt is finally wearing off. But it doesn't mean I didn't feel like absolute dog shit for not sitting down and listening. Because all I cared about was what I saw on the surface. And I didn't take the time to go, okay, look, I understand what you go through, but... I don't understand how it feels. And every time, like, Erica's not good with words sometimes. She's bad explaining things. And so I was like, all right, well, if you can't explain it, then 
I'm not going to take it seriously type thing. But it's like, no, give her some time to process it. She'll go ahead and give you the correct information when she can. And, of course, I got to think about that because it was just about me, 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 me. But in the end, like, even I get a break on my days off. It's like, man, I can actually sit down and get the podcast stuff done. I can, I can get the, the New Dad City Sleep Deprivation Hack Guide out to you guys, which I did. And, you know, developing the, the New Dad Bod, the, the workouts for you guys that I'm trying to get out there. I got the newsletter that's actually up and running. If you guys want the newsletter, go to www.newdad. Excuse the, the gator driving by, little golf cart. The newsletter at, is at uh, www.newdad.city backslash newsletter. Go ahead and drop your first name in there. I don't give a shit about your last name. It's your privacy. And then, and then your email address. And the newsletter starts at, first you get the freebie. Whether you go to the Sleep Hack Guide or not, you're going to get a freebie with the Sleep Hack Guide anyway. I don't care if you don't want it or not. I'm giving it to you. And then every week... I think I publish them. It's a week from whenever you sign up. So there's no set day. I did it according to when you sign up. And you get these emails. They're very simple, quick reads. Because dads, I know you're busy. That's why you're here. That's why you're trying to get this quick information. And that's why you sought, sought me out. I'm trying to do my best. And, and these emails will come out once a week. And it starts at... I think I started it at the preparing for the baby. Like, so your wife is in the third trimester. Like, she's huge. She's got a beach ball underneath her shirt. Like, she's ready to pop. She's getting irritated and tired. Like, get this thing out of me type thing. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. And it's just, it, you'll get them every week. So if you sign up today, which is Monday, you'll get them every Monday. And then I'll be able to, you know, continuing on. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a full, my, my the first batch of newsletters, as of right now, is going to be the first 52 weeks. So the first year of the kid, of your kid's birth, essentially. Starting at, like, preparing for the pregnancy. But we're going to end at the year old. And I might sprinkle some stuff in there, too, with, like, you know, hey, here's a quick workout. Go ahead and hit it today. Let's get it. You know, here's a quick meal. Go ahead and get that, which... I don't know how I'm gonna format that book either. I really want to get a really want to get a meal plan thing out to you guys. I got a bunch of plans, budget sheets, you know, stick around for all that stuff. Like, I, it's just a lot of stuff I just want to give you guys that really helped me out. And I know it'll help you out, and I know it'll help your relationship out. All the stuff I'm saying is relatable to today's episode because it helped us out. It gave us ease of stress, and it was like I didn't have to have extra stress and frustration because I didn't get the budget done or I didn't have, you know, the funds or anything like, oh shit, he needs more diapers, he needs more formula, okay, well, there's about $7,500 depending on what you're getting, and it's like, oh god damn, it's just so expensive, and, and being able to figure that out with a simple budget sheet, you know, having a plan for the birth, like, oh, if you guys aren't planning ahead, I'm just saying you're shooting yourselves in your foot. But anyway, rekindling relationships, working on those relationships while it's early in, in, in the parenthood days, it can be tough. It doesn't have to be. It can be a little less tough. There's still going to be some trying times. There's still going to be ups and downs. But I know you guys can get through it. I hope this advice helped you out. 
And if you guys haven't, you can find me pretty much on all social media platforms, except for Facebook. I haven't gotten one up yet for it. But Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and on on Twitter, I just kind of use that as like a daily journal and share some things. I like a lot of finance people on there. And I reshare, repost stuff on there about finance. And sometimes I'll, I'll put my own stuff up on there. But yeah, at New Dead City, pretty much everywhere. Go ahead and... Uh, Go ahead and follow me if you don't mind. Share the podcast episode. Share the share the videos. I'm starting to pick up the consistency with automation and scheduling like that so you guys can constantly get content and everything. And uh, if you know a dad struggling, let him know. Share this episode with him. Share the other episodes. Share my content with him. Hopefully it helps him out because you could be a light to them just like I'm being a light to you. So anyway, I got to get back to work. Take care, guys, and keep on dad.